welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devatara called Parshas Chukas, Nature, One Big Optical Illusion. Shalom. In Parshas Chukas, there is a very famous episode I would like to discuss, and I think we can learn something very important from it. When Moshe Rabbeinu was requested by Bnei Israel to get him to get them water, they were crying, "Why did you take us out of Egypt, out of Mitzrayim, with nothing to drink?" So Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells him to speak to the rock, and it will give out water. But instead, Moshe Rabbeinu, together together with On, goes ahead and hits the rock with the mate, with the staff, and the water comes out. And as a result, Hakadosh Baruch Hu punishes him because he didn't talk to the rock. And he gets a huge punishment not to be able to enter Eretz Yisrael. And the Pasuk says that the reason HaKadosh Baruch Hu got upset with him is because he lacked Kiddush Hashem. He didn't sanctify Hashem's name by speaking to the rock. That's the, the words in the Pasuk. Question number one is, why is the punishment so severe not to enter Eretz Yisrael? That was a dream of Moshe Rabbeinu. Question number two, why is it such a big deal if, if Moshe Rabbeinu ta- hits the rock or talks to the rock? It would seem to be that the Kiddush Hashem exists no matter what. The fact that a rock is giving water, that's a huge Kiddush Hashem. So Hashem's name was sanctified. So why, why is Moshe Rabbeinu getting punished? The other question is, in the previous parsha, in Parsha's Peshalach a while ago, the same thing happened, just HaKadosh Baruch Hu commanded Moshe to hit the rock. So what's the difference? Why at that point was Moshe Rabbeinu commanded to hit the rock, and over here he was commanded to speak to the rock? And the last question is, with regards to the punishment of Moshe Rabbeinu, we know HaKadosh Baruch Hu punishes measure for measure. Mida keneged mida. So what is the relationship between the punishment of Moshe Rabbeinu not to enter Eretz Yisrael, and the sin that he committed on his level. So over here I want to use what Rav Shemushan Pincus answers, a beautiful idea, and he says the following. When a person performs an action on something, on an item, so on or, or an, on an object, whatever that object does, it's referenced back to the person that, that performed the action. For example, if Reuven hits Shimon, and as a result Shimon does something, it automatically seems that Reuven did this. He caused this to happen. However, if Reuven wasn't to hit Shimon, but just speak to him, and as a result, Shimon performs something, then the result is mitiaches, is referenced to the person that did it, which is Shimon and not Reuven. So too over here. Moshe Rabbeinu was requested to speak. Why? To speak to the rock. Because over here we have to give uh, Hakadama a preface to, this, to explain the following. Nature as we see it is really HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It might seem to us that everything makes scientific sense and we were born into this reality, but really that's not true. Had someone, a visitor from outer space, came here and saw how rain falls and how trees blossom and, and flowers and how each fruit can make other fruits with each seed, that's unbelievable. To us, it seems like a normal reality because we're born into this. It's an optical illusion. It's a Kadesh running the show. And hence, 
If Moshe Rabbeinu would just speak to the rock, so the same nature that HaKadosh Baruch runs, suddenly gives water from a rock, and it will be evident that it's HaKadosh Baruch just like it was evident to them that nature is HaKadosh Baruch so too water coming from the rock is the default, which is nature. Nature is doing this, and now it's doing that. It's all HaKadosh Baruch But the second Moshe Rabbeinu hit the rock, then there was, on, for, on a certain level, people can decipher what's happening over here and associate it with Moshe Rabbeinu, not HaKadosh Baruch Of course, Moshe Rabbeinu knew it was all, that the real emes, the real truth is that it's all HaKadosh Baruch and therefore he didn't think it's such a big deal if he hits the rock or speaks to the rock. But for Bnei Israel on their level, it did make a difference, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted there to be Kiddush Hashem. And there, was, there wasn't a high level of Kiddush Hashem because Moshe Rabbeinu hit the rock, and now it can be associated, this power, we'll call it, to Moshe Rabbeinu, not to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Now with this, we can answer all our questions, because the reason that Moshe Rabbeinu was commanded before to hit the rock, and only this time to speak to the rock, is because what happened between the two sedras, the two parshias, is that we had parshas Kirach. What did Kirach do? Kirach challenged the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was a Kaddish Bochu's messenger. And now, even though he was proved to be wrong, but still, now in the air, there's a little bit of doubt in the air that perhaps Moshe Rabbeinu is not 100% with a Kaddish Bochu and he has his own koichos, his own powers, so to speak. And therefore, to uproot that way of thinking, it was, in, it was imperative that Moshe Rabbeinu speaks to the rock. And then everyone will know, oh, this is HaKadosh Buhu, it's nature. Why? Because it's not referenced back to Moshe Rabbeinu, but rather to HaKadosh Buhu. Now, Moshe Rabbeinu, on his level, he said everything is, the, the absolute truth is, it's all HaKadosh Buhu. But, HaKadosh Buhu said, I asked you to speak to the rock because I knew how important it is, Dafka now, after the whole episode with Kozach, that you speak to the rock and make it evident that it's nature, i.e. HaKadosh Buhu. Mainly, we can also understand why the punishment fits the crime. Because at the end of the day, Moshe Rabbeinu caused, on his level, of course, a certain lack of making it obvious, of Gilui, making it obvious that Kaddish Baruch Hu runs the show. And, and going into Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Yisrael, in Parshas Ekev, there's a Pasuk that says that, Enei Hashem, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's eyes are always watching it, meaning more than other places in the world, Eretz Yisrael is where the Hashkacha Patit is really evident. We, we pray for rain, we don't have the Nile, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu always ensures that everything we do will have its, has its repercussions for good and for bad, consequence, consequences. And hence, Eretz Yisrael represents this idea of that everything is HaKadosh Baruch Hu and everything around us, nature, is HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's why it's fitting that Tavka to a place like this, Moshe Rabbeinu can't enter, because on his level, he diminished that a little bit. More than that, we are also Marviach, two other psukim that make a lot of more sense. Because in our parsha, HaKadosh Buhu gets upset on Moshe Rabbeinu by saying that you diminish the potential to be Makdish, Lakdisheni Lein Israel, to make a Kiddush Hashem in the eyes of Bnei Israel. Why does it say in the eyes of Bnei Israel? Because the real truth is, it should be all the same. It doesn't matter if Moshe Rabbeinu hit the rock and water came out. That should be just as clear that it was Hashem, really. But because in the eyes of Bnei Israel it can be interpreted a bit differently, that's where you're punished. Not because it really is an absolute truth, a problem, but just in the eyes of Bnei Israel. And we see the same thing in Dvarim Perek Gimel over there, 
there's a pasuk that Moshe Rabbeinu says that Hakadosh Baruch Hu, yeah, Moshe Rabbeinu speaks to Bnei Israel, and he says that in a way he got punished. Hashem got upset at him because of Bnei Israel. Vaytaber Hashem bi lemanchem, meaning it's only in your favor or in your because of you that I got punished. Because Moshe Rabbeinu knew that he was what he was doing was not him, but rather Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I just like to end to emphasize this idea that we should be conscious of Ein Od Milvada. There's nothing going on around the world except for Hashem. And even nature, not even, nature, if we think about it, is an absolute miracle every second and the Kodesh Bukhu runs the show. And it's just an optical illusion that we were born into, just like the Truman Show, as we mentioned in previous years. And everything is a Kodesh Bukhu. I just like to end with a story about someone you all know, a very good friend of mine. Alon Jacob is, you probably know him as Jeff Jacob from Thornhill. And I just went to his bar mitzvah. His son's name is Levi Yitzchak. And I just went to his bar mitzvah a couple of days ago. And 13 and a half years ago, I'll never forget, I got a phone call from him. He says, please, let's go to, I need to go to Abraham Kanievsky. I said, why? What's happening? So he said, we saw in the ultrasound there's half a heart. We got to go. So, indeed, you can imagine what the doctor said. I went with him to Reb Chaim Kanievsky. Reb Chaim Kanievsky said to him, Don't worry, it will be okay. Davin. And he gave him his bracha, that everything will be okay. And Baruch Hashem, today, unbelievable, unbelievable kid, B'liayin Hara. He lained all parsha, and it was a great bar mitzvah. And we should all take a lesson from here, that that's how one should live. One should live... Tamimim Hashem, totally blindly trusting Hakadosh Baruch Hu, knowing that everything around you is Hakadosh Baruch Hu, despite the optical illusions that we have around us. And with that, we'll get closer to Hashem and merit. Yemei Mashiach, Amen. Good job. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Through Asaf Aaron Prisman, please share with your friends and family. PrismaofTorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, prismoftorah.com. This podcast was produced for free by Ali Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leva Siona, Yakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Doyf, Isaac Ben Moshe.